1029 The Hog with Borna, Mitch, and Mandy and playing uh, Shank Hall tonight. I'm told very limited tickets available, so jump on it if you want to check out the show tonight. Kiefer Sutherland in the studio here. Kiefer, yeah! so good for you Woo! to stop by. Thank you so much for having me. So excited that uh, that you're here. Thank um, you. So we really appreciate it. I saw I was following your uh, social media yesterday, and you seem to have a good time in Milwaukee on a day off yesterday, we did. right? We had a great, we had a great time. Uh, you know, I've... Uh, I've always had a, a real soft spot for Milwaukee. Uh, great restaurants, great bars, uh, but the people are just awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, we met a lot of people yesterday. Uh, it was one of the nice days where the crew and the band kind of hung out together, and uh, so we had a blast. You hit any? Thank hit, you, Milwaukee. Hit any good spots? Any uh, any uh, good taverns? One, one food? My, I have to say, the Swinging Door uh, made the best French dip sandwich I've ever had in my life, and. Uh, that set the day off uh, in the right direction. Yeah, very, very good. Um, it's kind of like a almost a homecoming for you in a sense that you, your first tour, you kicked off we right here at Shank Hall a few years ago, right? The first tour for the first record, and that, that might have been about four or four years ago, was the very first show uh, that we ever played, and the audience was amazing. And, uh, and it's funny, you know, I mean... I'm, I have a tendency to be kind of cynical, and, and I certainly knew in the beginning people were coming to see the shows because they were either a fan of 24 or something or other and I was so grateful that anybody showed up you know thanks for giving us the two hours to try and turn you on to the music uh, but I always felt that people were coming to see a like a NASCAR race and they wanted to see a crash and our job was not to crash the car but the truth is uh, we found out that people really wanted us to be good and people really kind of pulled us through those shows and Milwaukee was the first place we played and it was the first place I really ever experienced that and you've been playing music I know for a long time what did it, any of that kind of cynicism exist where people go which I don't think happens anymore because so many actors cross into music yeah. and then vice versa like yeah. people want to do whatever their passion is did you find any of that when you were when well, you were first starting out yeah I mean, and you know I mean I'm certainly I was certainly aware of the stigma of an actor doing music but I've gotten to this point in my life if someone's going to make fun of me go ahead i mean if i can't handle that then that's on me uh but the truth is you know yeah for whatever reason uh i you know it it, it goes both ways i don't think frank sinatra was ever given credit for the work he did as an actor uh i thought he was a great actor um but people like their entertainers where they kind of know where they started from and and uh but my experience, you know, we've played to hundreds of thousands of people now, and my experience has been kind of, I've been moved by the incredible generosity uh, that I've experienced from the audiences that we've played to. I suppose very few hecklers are out there. Do you ever get anybody anywhere where they're going? It's not so much that they heckle. Is you know, every once in a while, some guy will get a little excited you can just beat and start yelling Jack Bauer or something like that. <laughs> but, you know, again the fact that anybody kind of gave us a shot in the beginning i was just so grateful for and uh and the touring has been the thing i've fallen in love with as much as i like writing the songs and as much as i like making the records it's the touring uh that has really pulled us through and and we've played a lot we've played over 300 shows in the last two and a half years and uh so yeah i'm just having a blast how did the music bug strike you how did it grab you I, it got me but really age. young. My, I had an older brother, uh, Tom, uh, who's a huge music fan, and I idolized him and wanted to be like him. I used to make a joke that I was probably the only kid in pre- preschool with an Aerosmith T-shirt. Um, so I was just a huge fan of music. I played violin from the time I was four. Uh, got a guitar when I was ten. Never put it down after that. Uh, just loved playing. And 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 right now, and certainly for the last four or five years, I've got an incredible band. 
and I just, I, as much as I love playing with them, I like hanging out with them too. And so uh, we just gotten lucky. That's all worked out. Were you so scared the first time you played a live show? Oh gosh, yeah. Were yeah. you more nervous of like all these eyeballs are like looking at me? Well, it, what hadn't, you know, the miscalculation that I had made uh, is that as an actor, there's always a character that separates you from yeah. the audience, you know? I mean, as much as you m might like 24, I'm not Jack Bauer, right. you know? Uh, and then all of a sudden you find yourself singing very personal songs about stories from your life that I would not have talked about in an interview, let alone mm -hmm. to 500 strangers in a bar. And so, yeah, it took a minute to get accustomed to that and lean into that. And I, I'll never forget, uh, if I get nervous, my right hand starts to shake a little bit. And as an actor, you just put your hand in your pockets. It doesn't work so well as a guitar player. And so it was something I had to overcome, and, uh, and people gave me the time to do that. There's no part of you that's Jack Bauer, not even a, a little bit, or, or you and Jack Bauer. I look a lot like him, and I sound like him, but no, no I'm not Jack Bauer. We're speaking with uh, Kiefer Sutherland. Let's get to some music. The uh, album is called Reckless and Me, which is out now. Uh, you can get it. Let's check out the uh, single Something You Love from Kiefer Sutherland playing uh, Shank Call tonight. You got time to stick around for one more? Yeah, Kiefer? Awesome. All right, Thanks. let's do it. Let's play some. It's 1029 The Hog. That's new from Kiefer Sutherland, Something You Love on 102.9 The Hog. The new album is Reckless In Me, which is out now and obviously playing a lot of it tonight at the Shank Hall, Kiefer, I'd yeah, imagine. Yeah, I, I think we play the whole record. So, yeah, uh, you know, and again, uh, pretty much a sold-out show, so we're really excited to play tonight. Yeah, very limited tickets, I'm told. So jump on it if you want to check out uh, Kiefer Sutherland tonight at Shank Hall. How was it growing up in an acting family? Well, it's, you know... It had to be kind of weird. It's all I know, so it's I, I don't have uh, much to compare it to. I grew up with my mom. Uh, my mom and dad split when I was probably four and a half, five. So I grew up with my mom, uh, but it it was you know it was different. Uh, you know, my dad. I I remember my dad finishing up a film like Kelly's Heroes, and he had really long hair and a long beard, and he just looked different than all the other parents and. Uh, but again, whatever circumstance you grow up in, that's what you grow up in. I, I remember liking my mom's friends a lot, and they were all kind of either actors or production designers, or and they just seemed to be more interesting than maybe my friends' parents' friends and stuff like that. So I, I was grateful for that. When you saw Animal House for the first time, mm -hmm. and you must have been, I'm just thinking... I'm gauging ten or twelve, probably. Animal House came out in '78, I think. Yeah, so I would have been I would have been eleven years old. And uh, did you see your dad's hinder on screen? I did. I actually because <laughs> that's funny. Like a twelve year old would just go, "Dad, that's your hinder. Come on." No, I remember laughing because I knew how much trouble he was in. Because his wife, he had, she was an actress, and and he had said to her, you know, I don't. I don't want you to do any nude scenes in films. And but as a hinder, and then he did one in Animal House, and I remember seeing it, and I remember just going, "Oh man, you are in so much trouble." <laughs> and he was, and he was. Are you close with your dad? I Very mean, close, I, there was yeah. probably years when you we say you're with your mom, so because yeah. my mom and dad split up when I was about eleven, yeah, and I spent all the time with my mom. But my dad came over as much as he did, which yeah. was probably not enough. But when I saw him, I was. Ah, I wish they wouldn't have split up and I had that I didn't yeah. want that stigma of this but later in life I was able to reconnect with him for his last maybe nine years yeah and it was awesome yeah no I've I've been close with my dad my whole life uh, you know I certainly even at a young age understood that you know sometimes people don't get along and 
so no, I you know the only thing I I think both of us regret is I think we wish we had more time. I spend so much time on the road, and so does he. That I think it's hard. We both wish we had been able to spend more time together, but the time that we do have, uh, we take full advantage of. Do, do, you, do you guys are you, do you have an open line of communication with your dad? I mean, yeah, yeah, very oh open. Gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What does he get per commercial for this orange juice voiceover? Oh, I would never. Because <laughs> when you hear his voice, I, I dig, I dig you and your yeah, dad. I just, you. it's like a family thing. But I hear that voice, and I can picture him in Kelly's Heroes and just all the other stuff. Yeah. And I just think every time he goes simply orange, that, that voice, yeah. that Sutherland voice, I'm yeah. thinking, hundred grand, he can buy a new car. Well, he can get I, this. I, I can't tell you what what he's making on it, but I will tell you a very funny story. He had stopped working for a while, and I uh, was spending a lot. Of, I have three younger brothers, and he was spending a lot of time with them which I thought was really cool. But he was buying properties, and I was like, you're not working. How are you buying these properties? And he said, Simply well, orange. I'm doing, I'm doing <laughs> these voiceovers for Volvo and this and that. And I said, well, that can't be covering that. And he leaned in, whispered something in my ear, and I remember the next day, jokingly, I phoned up Volvo and told them I could do a really good Donald Sutherland impersonation for half. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Undercut the market a little bit. Congrats yeah. on your uh, your success with Designated Survivor in season Thank three on Netflix. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not all the way through. I'm a few episodes in, and it was it's kind of fun from watching the show on ABC and then right. watching it now. It didn't take long where I go, oh yeah, they're free of network constraints yeah. because there might be a cuss word here or there, yeah, or the content's and, different. Was that was that fun to approach the season with maybe a little more freedom? Well, my character doesn't didn't swear. That didn't change for me. But what was really important for me was, you know, Disney's such a big company and its financial tentacles wrap around the world. And so, if we were going to do a storyline about China or mm. Russia, they were, weren't comfortable with that. So we ended up having to make up names of countries. Right. It's impossible to do a political drama in a serious way if you have to do that. So, right. so that was the storytelling got to be a little more honest and, and direct uh, with, with Netflix. So I was grateful for that. All right, a little game we like to play with everyone that comes in is just called 60 Seconds, where uh -huh. I ask you as many questions as possible in 60 seconds. Okay. Are you in? Yes. All right, perfect. I'm going to do my own timer because I'm Over. sure these She'll take like five are, minutes. They're terrible. <laughs> One okay. minute. Well, we'll see. She always times me. That's I'm sorry. He's terrible. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. What is one artist you would love to collaborate with? Bob Seger. Um, what are you loving right now on Netflix other than your show? Um, Ozarks. Did anybody make you starstruck? Gene Hackman. Um, mountains or water? Mountains. What's your favorite breakfast cereal? Cheerios. Who's the last person you texted? I'm so not good at texting. I can't remember. <laughs> I think uh, someone I work with, Beth. Okay. Uh, the first pet that you had, what was her name? His, Fred. Acting or music? Both. What's Storytelling. The most, <laughs> what's the most touristy thing you've ever done? Took a boat trip uh, through Paris. Ooh. Uh, favorite kind of cheese? American. A brownie with nuts or no nuts? No nuts. Uh, were you happy with the Game of Thrones ending? Not particularly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, pool or darts? I'm sorry? Pool or darts? Pool. All right. One question we have to ask everyone. It's a bonus question. You did 60. Congratulations. Okay, well great. done. Uh, give us one fun fact about Kiefer that maybe isn't as widely known. Um... Most people don't know that my full name is Kiefer William Frederick Dempsey George Rufus Sutherland. 
I don't what? know if you're telling the truth or not, but that's a mouthful. It is. Am, no, it, it is. It, it, I, I read I that. that. I read that. And I didn't want to bring it up because I didn't know if that was <laughs> a source amazing. spot. That's amazing. Yeah, no, it is, it is true. We used to always joke that, uh, you know, the reason for me having all those names that my dad was broke at the time and he was just telling people, you know, if you give me dinner, you know, I'll name my son after you. <laughs> it worked six times. So, so many dinners. Yeah. He got six meals out of <laughs> uh, My twin sister, he got, would have gotten 12. My twin sister has the same amount of names. Yeah. No, he's awesome. Doling out names. Did you have a nickname? Because all the Keiths I did. that I know are Kiefer's. Like my buddy Keith, when he was growing up, yeah. he was he was Kiefer. So I I think of Kiefer as a nickname. What was um, my mine was Reefer, Kiefer oh. Reefer. They used to call me Reefer at school. Reefer, <laughs> man. All right, if you want to use my bike for the rest of the time you're here, you can use my Bless Harley. Your heart, brother. Thank you. <laughs> you can. I'm serious. It's a beautiful looking bike. You want it? No, no, it's no, yours no. for 24. No, no, no. 24. Bless you. Bless you. We got 24 yeah. hours, Jack Bauer, oh, to get yeah. this Harley David. I'm sorry, I can't. Man, I, I dig you, brother. Thank you so much, man. Thank I'm you. Sorry, I, blah, blah, Thank I you. normally don't get like this. Well, I'm I dig your bike. Pretty cool. It's beautiful. All right. I know this is radio and you can't see it, but trust me, it's a beautiful looking bike. He does. He, he knows what he's doing with that. Kiefer Sutherland, thank you so much for thank coming you down here. So Shank Hall tonight. Limited tickets. Uh, you mentioned storytelling is your favorite thing in uh, in Mandy sixty seconds, and I know you're telling a lot of stories with your music here tonight. Yeah. So it'll be great yeah. to great to hear it, Shank Hall. Well, thanks so much. Bob. Can you play "This Is How It's Done" tonight? Uh, yes, we will. Okay. Absolutely. All right. The new album is called "Reckless and Me." Check it out now. New song is something you love. Kiefer Sutherland, Shank Hall tonight again. Thank you so much. It's thank been a pleasure. You so much, man. It's one zero two nine. The Hog.